Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach. I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And we're missing Angie today. She was stuck in a meeting. Uh, Sad that we're going to miss her in this conversation. But um, today we're talking about insecurity. And uh, we're going to kick it off with trying to define it, doing our, our best uh, to define it. How, how would you define it, Clint? Um, I think it's just a lack of confidence, um, yeah. whether that be in self or, or in God, in, in fate, whatever, mm-hmm. um, to, uh, so a lack of confidence, a lack of assurance, uh, uncertainty, yeah. anxiety about the future or anxiety about the, the present. Your are, are your own abilities to to perform certain things. Yeah, and I think it's helpful to because um, there is a certain kind of uh, low view of self that's that's healthy and that's humility, and there's the negative low view of self, which is what we're talking about today, insecurity. Um, and so I think like when I put spiritual lenses on for this definition. Yes, it's a lack of self-confidence. Yes, it's anxiety. But I also think specifically to me, I usually experience like a a, a palpable sense of worthlessness, mm. of inadequacy um when I'm when I'm feeling insecure. Do you feel that in in specific areas? Uh, like more specific so instances, other, yeah, more so than others. Yeah, usually when it comes to my intelligence, usually when it comes to my relationship with my wife. Um, so intelligence, like I, I want others to see me as like the smartest dude ever, and uh, re- I don't luck. think that I don't think that has ever happened. Right, and so I tend to be a very insecure person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the you know the other areas like relationally, um. Uh, just if like the things that get brought up on a daily basis with my wife, I can be, I can be insecure about. Mm. Um, and I don't, I don't think I have any insecurities when it comes to my kids yet. Uh, cause they, he can, Jude is already can be pretty insightful with his burns. <laughs> like he, he makes some, some pretty, uh, gnarly comments about my baldness and yeah. he'll like poke my belly. Yeah, and make a comment about how soft it is or something like that. Like he doesn't even know, right? You know? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, and I think um, for me, um, my, I don't have any insecurities in those areas. Um, like I know I'm not super intelligent, so I don't really get upset when people point that out. <laughs> um, I mean, there was a time I would. I, was I would about get to upset. Say, yeah. like, I mean, there, well, there was a time when we were really, you know, into theology, deep in studying yeah. theology, and really wanting. And I, and I mentioned this to my wife, and I told her what we were talking about. And she's like, "Oh, that's interesting. Like, what are you going to say?" And I said, "Well, I don't think I have any insecurities." And she's like, "Really? You know?" And she's like, "Well, I think you at least used to." And I, so I started thinking, and I can remember um, when I was more reformed, more Calvinist wanting to have my system of, of belief and my worldview so airtight that I was able to overcome any sort of um, argument against it. And, uh, and, and in a lot of ways did do those things, at least intellectually, if not um, 
always successfully, you know, and, and convincing other people. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I did a good job. Um, and so I guess I had an anxiety or, in, or an insecurity about, about my knowledge in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but God has since, uh, humbled me in that regard. Um, but it was interesting to hear you say you don't have a lot of insecurities as uh, a parent. Um, I think that's probably where my securities, insecurities um, reveal themselves the most. Mm. And that's because... Well, I said specifically with my kids. Like, when it comes to comparing myself to other parents, yeah, of course uh, I've got, yeah, of course see, I've got see, I don't. that's not where my insecurity... My, I could care less what other people <laughs> do with their kids. But for me, I have a, I have a standard that mm. I hold myself to, I hold my family to. And when um, those standards aren't met by myself, like, I mean, I am, I am the chief um, accuser of myself mm-hmm. whenever I get onto my kids. Cause I'll say something and I'll know as soon as it, it leaves my mouth. Yeah. That was harsh. Yeah. That was too, like, you know, the other, the other night I, I said something to the kids <laughs> And I, I think I texted you and Reagan about it. Um, they were it was it was Saturday, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Saturday before church, uh, Saturday <laughs> night, and I told them, "You you guys got to go to bed because we have the Lord's supper in the morning, and I and and we need to get get up early and get ready for that." <laughs> and I'm like, man, I sat. I saw, what a way to make them I, anticipate. Yeah, I shut the door and I sat down and I'm like, I'm really doing a great job <laughs> building anticipation. For the sacraments. Yeah. Um. But something you just said is, uh, I think, a really insightful way to look at insecurity. You called yourself the chief accuser. Yeah. And I think that's what insecurity is, is when we are accusing ourselves of not, well, it can be, it's multifaceted, but one of the things you brought up is that you have this standard, this, Mm. this level of perfection, and when you don't measure up to it, that's when insecurity strikes. That's when you accuse yeah. yourself. You feel worthless. You feel inadequacy. You might not use those right. terms exactly, but that's that's the feeling I would get right. if I was. And in your for shoes. me, it's not permanent, right? And so, like, I I, I stood in it for a little bit and and uh, recognized, you know, and, and I think it's a wonderful gift of of the Holy Spirit when you can immediately know mm-hmm. that you can immediately recognize that insecurity. Yeah, uh, or you know, as the cause for what you did, and, and sort of you know repent of it in that moment mm. and move on, uh, but you still have little people. You that, have relationships, yeah, that have yeah. been hurt, you know. And so I waited a few minutes, and the whole the whole thing that started it was the kids had been playing in their room and waiting while they were waiting on me to come read a story, and I was making sure Ellie was down, my daughter was down before I went in there. So I told him to go in there, lay down, and I'll be there in a minute. Mm-hmm. And Ellie took a little longer to get down, so it had been a few minutes, and they had been playing. And so by this time, it was, in my mind, too late. It was too late to read a story because because we had all this big day tomorrow. And I, that's when I snapped at him. And uh, and so I, uh, when I came to this realization, and I was like, oh, you know what? They had been quiet ever since that point. And so I, I grabbed the book, and I walked in there, and my whole intention was to – Go ahead and read it to him. Mm-hmm. And I, I walked in, and I uh, I didn't hear anything when I walked in, and I and it was dark. And I said, "Are you guys asleep?" And 
I didn't, Josiah didn't say anything, but Haddon goes, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, all right, bud. And so I just turned around and I walked yeah. out. So I didn't, you know, so I, I didn't, I didn't read him the story that, so it really, it kind of cost me that opportunity. Right. Uh, because I was insecure. Um, yeah, it, insecurity. So like how it plays out in my life is very similar to how it played out in that instance with you with anger. Uh, like if, if, if I lash out in anger at somebody and it's like blood is hot, you know, it's, it's almost immediate that I lash out. Um, it's a good chance that whatever was discussed, I'm insecure about the other thing can be a very cold blooded, uh, situation for me. Whereas in relationships, I can become very passive aggressive, uh, that if you offend me, if, if I'm insecure about something you bring up, I will just write you off. I will just have nothing to do with you. Um, and it, it can happen at um, various lengths of time. Like, for instance, uh, I don't know if you've ever done this with Roya, but with Faith, if I'm exhibiting the cold shoulder to her, yeah. you know, we'll be passing each other in the hall and I will be dramatic in the sense. Like, I don't even want to touch you right now. I'm, I'm going to the other side of this hallway. Um, so yeah, it can play out in those ways. Uh, for me, it can be very hot blooded or it can be very cold blooded. Yeah. Our house is too small for all that. <laughs> there's like, there's no way to avoid the other person. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, like, we're, we're passing, yeah. and I'm, like, I'm scooting up against the yeah. wall because I don't even want to graze. I don't even want to graze you. Yeah. No, I don't I don't see it necessarily playing itself out in in that way in my marriage. Um, a lot of times, I guess, in, in kind of offshooting the parenting thing, like, I'll often correct or discipline out of anger or, or emotion and do it without really consulting Roya, my wife. Uh, so I'll like over commit to, to the uh, consequence uh -huh. of my child's actions. <laughs> and she's like, um, and so I'll, I'll punish them or I'll, I'll, I'll say, take something away or whatever. And she, and she'll say something like, you know, you didn't really, you know, ask me if it was okay if that's because she because she goes now now i'll have to be the bad guy too uh -huh. you know because i have to enforce this consequence that you put in place even though it probably wouldn't have been something that i would have done or right. i would have said let's go with something lesser and work up to the, yeah. the greater and so uh in that way i guess it can it can it can affect but i think what i was what i wanted to say was for me in my experience this insecure that insecurity while it it rears its ugly head often to where i you could all, i guess you could say it's always there mm -hmm. i've gotten really good at getting past it quickly mm. because i don't like stewing in it i yeah. don't like it affecting relationships longer than it needs to. Right. So, you know, I never let me, if, if I go to bed or if my kids go to bed and I'm upset at them, the next time they see me, I'm not going to let it, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to still be upset at them. Yeah. Or I'm not going to, I'm not going to show them that I'm still upset at them. Yeah. And so that's, that's, that's where I've 
worked really hard and been able to overcome these insecurities. And at least I don't let them like, I don't draw them out. Yeah. The, or a few of the things that have helped me experience healing in this area is one, just talking about it, mm -hmm. acknowledging that I have insecurities. Like that's, that's a big thing for me. Uh, I don't really talk like talking about it, but the more I talk about it, the more um, I can see them and the more I can deal with them in healthy ways rather than when I lash out or I um, passive aggressively cold shoulder people. Um, and so what that looks, what that has looked like for me is having a deeper understanding of God's love for me, having a deeper um, trust in his love for me. Uh, there's this verse in, in Isaiah. Let me see if I can pull it up. It's Isaiah 42, three. And God says he will not break a bruised reed and he will not put out a smoldering wick. He will faithfully bring justice. And so there's these times that I definitely resonate as the bruised reed and the smoldering wick where it's like the next thing that happens, the next circumstance, next whatever is going to break me. Uh, I'm going to, it's going to eviscerate me. It's going to mm -hmm. bring me to my end. But what God tells me here is that I can come to him in those moments and he promises to not break me. He promises to not add to my burdens, but he promises to take away. He promises to uh, love me as I am. And so it's it's being able to t talk about it and then also know that when I can see them, actually go to God. And what that has in turn helped me do is instead of lashing out at the person or instead of giving the person the cold shoulder, I can now actually pray for the person who's um, brought about these insecurities, whether they even know it or not. It's probably right. most likely not their intention to make me feel insecure. Um, so I can actually, uh, instead of lashing out in anger, instead of cursing them, I can bless them. God, please bless this person in all the ways that I want to be blessed. Yeah. I think, um, for me, you mentioned that passage in Isaiah for me, it, it, it's a similar passage, but in the, um, in the new Testament where Jesus talks about how he, how God provides for the sparrows, he provides for the lily of the field. And um, am I, as his child, not of infinite more, infinitely more worth mm. than those things? Um, so worrying about circumstances isn't really becoming of, of someone who claims to have confidence and, uh, and assurance in God. And so that sort of helps me overcome those in those moments. I don't always think of that passage, obviously, when I'm going through these things. But um, what what I've seen is, uh, as I become more mature in my faith, God has given me the realization that I'm not as uh, you used this term before we started recording, and you may have mentioned it in this conversation, but I'm not as deficient in these areas as I thought I was. Mm -hmm. So he's given me, he's, he's taken my lack of confidence and at least in some way replaced it with a small measure of confidence. Mm -hmm. 
because I feel like if you if someone says he's not saying I'm I'm not deficient, mm-hmm. he's saying you're not as deficient as you think you are. Mm-hmm. I've equipped you to do this. So in parenting, you know, the number one way I know that I'm equipped to be a parent is mm-hmm. because I am one. And there's some sometimes like from the instance I spoke about at the beginning where I want other people to see me as the smartest person in the room. Um, obviously, that's not the case for me. And so I am deficient in that area. Right. And so, and so like, yes, amen to everything you just said. But also there's sometimes where I truly am deficient in an area mm-hmm. where God has not instilled confidence in, like he's not built up confidence in that area for me, but instead he's, He's allowed me to lean on other people, right? And he's allowed me to lean on him, yeah, uh, for support, for love, uh, for understanding. And so I am still deficient in that category, and that, yeah. ultimately, that's a good thing. Yeah, it causes me to need other people and need God. Yeah, that's a good point because I mean I think about how I'm like the least handy person mm-hmm. in the world, and my house is old, <laughs> so things break, and it's like I can't fix them. Yeah, and but. In, in his providence, God has given me a wealth of friends and acquaintances who uh, have the ability to just reach out to and yep. either have them come fix it or guide me in, in my limited capacity to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a, an example of what you're talking about. Yeah. And that's what we want to do today. We want to allow our insecurities to lead us closer to others and closer to God himself. And until next time, may the Lord make a channel for his peace.